and Casey on 92.3 WIL. I didn't know you were going to come in with that much energy, but I guess you have to on the first work day of the new year. Yeah, I've I've had a week and a half to do nothing. That's why I feel like I'm low on energy because <laughs> it was kind of hard getting out of bed this morning. It was hard. I was uh, I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to be up at three thirty again. Awesome. Okay, well let's do this. Uh, when we left each other last, winter storm warning. Yeah, and like a lot's happened since then. Freezing cold temperatures below zero. And this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, 60. Okay. A changing of the seasons. Uh, we've had some family in town over the last couple of weeks. And we were staying at a Airbnb in Benton Park. And it was just like every every morning we'd go out because we, we had family from Philly in here. They're used to the cold weather this time of year. Mm-hmm. We'd go outside and it's like... 55, 60 miles. Oh, yeah. So, love it. Uh, $785 million in the Mega Millions to come back to for the jackpot. So, we got that. Uh, I'm obviously still recovering from sickness. Mm-hmm. So, my voice is like, <laughs> I mean, if you want to describe it that way, I'll take it. <laughs> or super low or cracking. So, that'll happen throughout the show. How was your break? Was it good? It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I actually totally forgot we had to come back to work. And then the gingerbread man woke me up this morning and said, um, You know, you got to get up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have a whole series of concerts coming up. It's called Hot Country Nights. We've got Clay Walker tickets. He's going to kick us off on the 20th. And uh, we'll give away some concert tickets at 8 o'clock. How about that? Sounds great. Good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for hanging out. We appreciate you. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Jelly Rolls got some serious New Year's resolutions happening. And Remy, I actually think one of these you might be interested in. Okay. He says he's going into 2023 without a cell phone. He says... I hop on every now and again from our studio computer, and that's where I say hey online. But I'm going into 2023 with no phone. I want to be present and in every situation and peaceful all year long. Last time I spent a year without a cell phone, it was incredible. So you're saying I should give up my cell phone for 2023? I'm not saying you should. I'm saying that's something that you would hear and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it does. It does sound awesome. And it, would, it also sounds awesome if you have a manager to relay any pertinent information your way. Right. I feel like if you're someone that's not going to worry about what's happening in the world, <laughs> this is right up your alley. Or yeah. if like your job doesn't rely on it. Yeah, I was going to say, there, there's like the fantasy of not having a phone and then there's the reality of not having a phone. Like my mom would be unable to text me this morning to be like, hey, I'm listening. You know what I mean? Well, not that, but I think the way that you would put it is you'd be like, well, how will I find out if anything's wrong with my kids at their school, you know? That's true. That's that another sort of That's thing. another good thing. But yeah, I, th- I feel like the social media aspect of cell phones is probably more the direction I would lean. Yeah. Like getting rid of that. That's not the only thing he says he's leaving behind. Jelly Roll also says, I'm going to spend the first couple months of the year focusing on my family and my health. I lost some weight in 2022, but in 2023, I finally want to be able to conquer the demon. I don't want to leave for a big tour until about the middle of the year. So I'm taking the first half to really lighten up and get some work in. Yeah. Well, good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I think especially as a performer who's going on tour in such big places, like you can't be on a huge stage like that and just stand in one spot. Yeah. The show just isn't as good. Like there's a reason we love watching Kenny Chesney. Yeah. And I was just going to bring him up too. And, you know, I, I go to the gym probably four or five days a week and I couldn't even imagine doing what any of these guys do on stage. Just just the walking to and from and up and down and dancing and jumping and all that stuff takes so much out of a per and singing at the same time. I think he'll I think he'll be in much better shape if he uh you know prepares gets, himself before gets that. Into better fitness, yeah. Yeah, and I think you'll see a difference at his shows too, I'm sure. Yeah. There's gotta be it's gotta help out so much. So Good luck to him on all his big journeys. I got to say, I don't have any resolutions quite that big. I can't say I'm going to leave my phone behind anytime soon, but I appreciate him for stepping up and doing that. Yeah, shout out to Jelly Roll. Yes. That's awesome. You can see more on our Facebook page and maybe let us know what your New Year's resolutions are. Remy and Casey. Casey, one of the things I wanted to get better at in 2023 was being, uh, was having more gratitude towards a lot of things in life, like the little things like, hey, I woke up today. Sweet. I got running water in my house. I have an awesome, healthy family. Things like that. Sure. Uh, and so I was thinking, okay, so we, we did salute to freedom all year last year where we went ahead and said, you know, thank you to our military members, service members. We appreciate you. And that continues this year. We're just calling it something different. We're going to call it Hometown Heroes this year. Uh, thanks to Air Comfort Services for teaming up with us on this. But it could be anybody. This means it could be teachers, healthcare workers, police officers, firefighters, of course, military members as we have in the past. Yeah. Anybody who really helps out the community or you think to yourself, man, if I didn't have that person, that could have been so much worse. Yeah. And I'm telling you, my daughter was out sick before break and those three or four days when we were trying to learn the new math system, yeah. I was like, teachers all day do not get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. So uh, it could be healthcare workers, teachers, military members, any of those guys. You can nominate those uh, hometown heroes on the website. All you got to do is go to 923wil.com. They get a t-shirt, get to request a song, uh, and you can nominate them. Or if you are one of those hometown heroes, nominate yourself. You need a break, especially if you're a teacher. That's for sure. <laughs> Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Well, last night's Monday night football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals was postponed after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field in the first quarter. Uh, this is a pretty crazy story. And like I said earlier, if you're a football fan or not, you will hear about this today. Hamlin had just tackled a receiver. He hopped back to his feet and then fell straight backwards. CPR was administered for several minutes before Hamlin was taken by ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. He is listed in critical condition after minutes of cardiac arrest, meaning he his heart was not working on the field as he was laying there. Mm -hmm. uh, at around nine o'clock, the decision was made not to resume the game, which has a lot of people like, all right, NFL, Let's figure this out. You know what I mean? Like you've got a guy who we just brought back to life on the field. Right. And we're going to still, we're still going to play this game. Yeah. That that's really shocking. So they did not, they ended up postponing it, but it just took them a while to figure out what to do there. Uh, there's no word on rescheduling or resuming that. If anything can good can be said about this whole thing. 
Hamlin was raising money for a toy drive on GoFundMe. And his goal was $2,500 for this daycare center that he's connected with in some way, shape, or form. Which really isn't like a grand amount of money when it comes to, I feel like, athletes raising money for their favorite yeah. charities. I feel like $2,500 is pretty modest. And Hamlin, he's a safety. He was, you know, he's... He's not I a guess, star of the team. Yeah, he's not like a a super, super star yet. But uh, as of this morning, it has received over $3.3 million in donations. That's amazing. Uh, and, and when I got here and earlier, I checked that it, it was at 3.1. So in the last two hours... It's grown over $200,000. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So uh, obviously we're thinking about Damar and his family and hoping he can pull through this one. And I think um, it's safe to say that even if he does, he probably won't be playing football after this. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I would assume. We'll we'll see on, on the back end. But for now, just want to make sure that this guy lives and that he... He uh, wakes up another day. So I'll keep you posted in sports as much as I possibly can. But, uh, yeah, definitely thinking about DeMar and his family. The Blues will take on the Maple Leafs tonight. The puck drop will be at 6 o'clock in Toronto. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Is someone out to kill Lamar Odom? Wait, what? Lamar Odom is setting the record straight about what really happened the night that he overdosed and almost lost his life. Obviously, we know Lamar as an NBA player. He was also married to Khloe Kardashian for about seven years. And once that marriage ended, we saw his life get really messy with drug abuse and things. Yeah. However, the night that he wasn't expected to live through wasn't all that it seemed. Last night on Fox, Lamar's telling his story for the very first time, including all the unexpected details, like about how in October of 2015, when he was hospitalized and put on life support after a near fatal overdose at a brothel in Nevada. Oh, I remember that. He said like he was literally like gonna die. Yeah. He's saying now for the first time that he was not doing drugs that night and that he showed up to the brothel sober but woke up in a hospital so much longer later after yeah. having been in a coma, suffering 12 strokes. He's saying he was drugged while he was he there? He was drugged while he was there is what he's saying. Oh. And he's saying that the person that did it was the brothel's owner, who's now dead. Yeah, is this the, uh, is this the was it the Bunny Ranch? Is that what this is? I think it was called like the Love Ranch. Okay. there. I, I don't know how many ranches there are in Las Vegas or in Nevada. Lamar Odom says last night on Fox on his little TMZ special, I would remember if I did cocaine that night. That man tried to kill me. I don't know why. That's all I can tell you is that I went there. I hadn't done drugs, but I wound up with them in my system. Wow. That's crazy. It is interesting, and I don't know if they can do any sorts of investigations on something that happened so long ago, much less on someone who's already passed away. Yeah. You know, I, I like for all of this, I just hear the word Kardashian, and it just... Oh. Would you ever want to be involved in that family in any capacity whatsoever? Well, they asked him if he would rejoin the family if Chloe ever gave him the chance to and called him up and asked him for a second chance. He said, I think so, because with any other person I was with... None of them made me feel as secure as she does, but I'm too shy. So hopefully the next guy in her life will do better. Hopefully she learned from Tristan and I. What kind of security is he talking about? All of it. 
security guards, the financial, the money, yeah. the anything you want. I think you got to be in the family if you want to if you want to live. Apparently, right? Man, that's wow. crazy. It's like the Kennedy thing. It's like mm. if you're part of the Kennedys or the royal family or any of these like well-to-do. I don't families. know that I'm blaming the Kardashians right now as much as I'm still blaming Lamar for being a broth at a brothel and yeah. then like claiming six years later. I didn't actually do it. Someone else did it. That's you crazy. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I haven't actually watched the full special on Lamar Odom on Fox, but I'm sure if you wanted to catch it, you probably still could. 92.3 WIL Facebook page for all the details. Either way, I love M- Lamar. I hope he comes out on the other side of all this. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, how good at you? Uh, how, how good are you at hiding things like presents? Uh, I'm not talking about secrets because oh. we all know you suck at that. You suck at secrets. <laughs> I do suck at secrets. <laughs> uh, I think I'm pretty good at hiding things, actually. So, have you ever hidden something so well that you forgot about it? Like, yeah, this is story of my life around Christmas time. Yeah, uh, there was a couple to- a couple toys that we had gotten for the kids over Christmas. Stuffed them away in random closets in our house. Yeah. And totally went on a wild goose chase one night looking for one. Uh, But this guy in Italy is making headlines right now because he decided that he was going to shove $20,000 up in his chimney of his house and not tell anybody, including his wife. That just seems like the worst place. Uh, It's the worst and the best. You know, I don't know of too many people that actually have functioning chimneys. I don't know, like wood burning, like you actually yeah. are in there stoking the fire, it. you're using it. Um, I'm just so accustomed to the electric ones now. Everybody's got an electric fireplace. You just flip a switch and it turns on. You okay, know? but it's a terrible place if you're somebody who could ever in your life potentially use that chimney. Yeah. So he was worried about burglars finding this money or these bonds. So he stashed them in the chimney and didn't tell anybody. She decided to light a fire Ugh, around Christmas. No. Because, you know, that's what you do. And every single bond was burned up. Says he walked in, saw the fire, and almost passed out. Well, yeah. And guess what? Like, she is not even to blame. No, not at all. Boy, get it together. What are you doing? Under yeah. the mattress, maybe? I'm more of a bury it in the backyard kind of guy. Wh- like, I feel like just... just you know, dig up a little little hole, put the grass back on. No one would even know. Yeah, except you're not going to know either. And then someday when you go out there to find it, you're going to forget how many feet away from the house was it? What are the coordinates of that? And then you're going to have no grass in your yard. So I guess if in Italy, because these are bonds with serial numbers, if you have the numbers and lose the bonds, you can still get them reissued. Yeah, that's another thing. It would be different if this was cash. Yeah, it's not clear if he was able to track down those numbers, though. So, I don't know. Maybe don't put money in the chimney. I actually did this at the house I grew up in. My parents left it when I was about 23. And we were cleaning out everything from the house. And right before we locked up the doors, I was like, wait a sec. I have a, I have a thought. Uh-huh. And I ran up to my old bedroom where I had these built-ins on the wall. And I got a ladder and I climbed up to the top. And in between the built-in and the ceiling, I had stashed $300. Oh, my gosh. And I did it when I was little. And it's like right before we left the house, it all came back to me. What are you doing for money when you're little and, and 
not three hundred bucks. Oh my god! I was not spending it. I was that's gonna what. say, and that's where I found the five dollars and seventy-five cents. Oh no! <laughs> that I've been hiding from my parents for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out the story. I just posted it on the Facebook page. Just search ninety-two-three WIL. Remy and Casey. Casey, is this a sign of things to come? A sign of things to come? Do you know what this is the theme song of? I have no idea what this is. Love and marriage. <laughs> it is the theme song of Married with Children. And everybody knows Al Bundy, right? You don't know Al Bundy. Of course you don't because you're 27 years old. But everybody else and their mother knows who Al Bundy is. Okay. And he's just kind of this like, okay, whatever. I got kids. I got a wife. Whatever. So I feel like this might be a sign of things to come for you. Things to come? Because of what happened over break. Yeah, but you're making it sound like I'm about to have an ish kind of life if this is things to come. I don't know. On Christmas Eve, we sat down before we were supposed to go do any family stuff, have Christmas Eve dinner. The gingerbread man and I sat down on the couch and hear some sort of gunshot of a noise. I thought the doors were being kicked in. Yeah. And he got up and we both ran. One of us went upstairs. One of us went downstairs and a pipe burst. Okay. So there's very typical thing to happen when temperatures go where they did. Yeah. I heard a lot break. about pipes bursting. Yeah. It, it's just a, a very typical thing. So when you sent me the footage of water in your basement, I was like, oh no, what happened? Yeah. So I also... Granted, this is my first like time as a homeowner, so I still feel like I'm learning things as well. But I'm standing down there and I'm thinking, why, why would it have burst so violently and suddenly? Mm-hmm. And that's when I remember the gingerbread man says, "Well, remember when it was zero degrees and I turned off the AC or I turned off the furnace?" Oh. So he literally turned off the heat <laughs> on the coldest night. Of the year. He got too warm while we were asleep. And he just, I think he just went into robot mode and turned off the furnace completely. My gosh. And we woke up and it was like 45 degrees in the house. And so the pipes burst. Like, uh, I, I love the gingerbread man. But do you guys have like a fan? Like, I feel like a normal person would be like, you know what? I'm a little hot right now. I'm going to take off my clothes. This take is off like the, the amount third, of clothes. We would be like on the third story. We were we're in like the third story is where we. So sleep. you're in the warm zone, and it's it's gonna stay warm. Like we yeah. have fans, and that's not gonna do it. Pop open a window, just for a little bit of like instant gratification. But no, turning the heat straight off all the way the off. The coldest day of the year. What could go wrong? I know, and we've had we've kind of we know we know what happened. We know how bad it was. <laughs> We know that there's now a drywall missing from my basement. Oh, my gosh. But the thing is, we also, because it was such a crazy day and it was happening to so many people left and right, we kind of are keeping that faith in like, okay, maybe it was just going to happen anyway. It was copper pipes. It was on an external wall. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe it was going to happen anyway. Man. Well, did it happen to anybody else in your your, like townhome area? Not that I know of. Okay. But you contacted the homeowners next to you, right? Oh, girl, no. <laughs> I was way too busy. Oh I was standing in like an inch of water in 10 minutes. We were running around calling everybody we know looking for plumbers. Don't you share walls with people? 
Like I would have been not knocking on other other doors like, hey, are, I'm sorry. Are you good? Because we're not. I definitely had the thought and I remember looking over and nobody else was around. Like yeah. no one was home because it was Christmas Eve. Thank goodness we were there for it. But that wall, no, it wouldn't have it shouldn't have screwed with anyone else anyway. But yeah, so now maybe it is a prediction for the rest of my life that these are the things that I'll be <laughs> going through as we are getting married. Well, Merry Christmas. You got uh, yourself a remodeling project. Yeah. You didn't like of, those walls anyway, right? Story of my whole life, actually. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're okay. <laughs> Remy and Casey. All right. New year, new game. We're starting a new game called The Big Three in 2023. Three questions separate you from prizes today. We've got a pair of tickets to see our first Hot Country Nights artist, Clay Walker. Let's go. Yeah. Hello. Very excited for this. Kicking off another series at Ballpark Village. And today, Abby and Florescent will be playing with Casey, our contestant today. Abby, do you have confidence in Casey to win today? I do. Yes, okay. I do. Okay, Thank fantastic. You. Do, you have any, do you have any New Year's resolutions at all? I don't make resolutions. I'm just going to live a healthier life. Fantastic. Love that. All right, Casey, why don't you go ahead and spin the wheel and see what game we are playing today. Ah! Let's see. All right. Uh, oh, this game is called New Year, New News. Things that happen in the news over holiday break. Ah, uh, tell you one thing I was not doing, watching any sort of news. And I knew that, and that's why I'm giving you this game. All right, question one. I will not give the answers until the end, and then Abby has to decide on whether or not Casey got two out of three right. Okay. All right, number one. This movie was released last year, but has done so well in the box office. It's officially the first number one movie of 2023. What movie am I referring to? I already know it's Top Gun 2 Maverick. Okay, number two. It's been dubbed one of the worst travel meltdowns of all time. In all, this airline canceled over 15,000 flights when it was all said and done. Which airline am I talking about? Mm. It's always Southwest American or Delta. Southwest. Question number three. This pop superstar moved out of her home in June of 2022, paid $11.8 million on a new home, and has now decided to move back into her original home, whose living room was the backdrop of so many Instagram videos. Name this pop star. The only artist I can think of is Britney Spears. All right. Abby in Florissant, do you think Casey got at least two out of three correctly? Of course she did. Ah, I love the faith. Did she do it? Oh, did she? That's sorry. That's the... Uh... Don't spin it again. <laughs> it's a played. new game. It's a new game. Congratulations, Casey. Got two Hello. Wait, wait, two out of three. Which one did I get wrong? You got number one wrong. It is not Top Gun Maverick. Oh. Maverick. It is Avatar The Way of Water. Oh, see, I forgot it's already out. Yes. All right, congratulations. You're going to see Clay Walker at Hot Country Nights on the 20th at Ballpark Village, uh, Abby. Thank you. Floors, and yeah. Thank you. Uh, were you nervous when I said things that happened in the news? Yeah, because <laughs> that's the last thing I'm going to do on my day off. Yeah, if there's one thing that Casey doesn't do. It's the news. It's watch the news at all. Congratulations, Abby. Bring a Nashville.
Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Think about which albums may have made up the soundtrack to your life because Luke Holmes was on Twitter the other day when someone asked him straight up, hey, Luke, which country albums do you think changed your life? And he delivered with a full list. He said, Randy Travis, Storms of Life, Garth Brooks, Garth, Garth Brooks. I like Garth better. <laughs> no offenses. Vince Gill, Brooks and Dunn, Eric Church. He goes on to name all of these huge albums, including Miranda Lambert, Weight of These Wings, John Party, California Sunrise. And it made me think that's actually a really good question. Remy, do you have any like albums that you think back on your life and like the, those would have made the soundtrack to your life? For sure. Real quick, though, were there any out-of-genre albums on his list? These are all country. All country. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, because a couple of mine are out of genre. Yeah. Boys to Men 2. Knew it was coming. Yeah. I'll make love to you like you want me to. It's the first time I'd ever heard in a song, throw your clothes on the floor. I'm going to take mine. <laughs> Close off too. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, mom, don't listen. <sighs> That's hilarious. Second album, Metallica, S and M is a Metallica album, double disc with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. All it's unbelievable. Wow. Third and final, Brett Eldridge Glow. But his holiday album? Yes! You know, that changed his life, too. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Honestly, it's probably the best work of art he's ever made. I listened to it in July. What about you? You got any? <laughs> I said Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again album. Fair enough. Shania Twain's Come On Over. Yeah. Or Come Over. I forget. And obviously, anything and everything Taylor Swift. Like, every single album. Okay. Is she still changed my life. Okay. But I thought the question was really good for someone to ask Luke Combs on Twitter, but yeah. also always on Luke Combs to be an awesome artist who makes his fans feel important by responding to things like that. And not just saying, you know, one or two things, but giving a whole list and really getting into it and answering the question. Let's ask that question on Facebook. To you, everyone? You didn't schedule anything up, did you? No, you can post this. Yeah, we'll do that. What albums do you think changed your life or made the soundtrack to your life? If you want to answer it, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Find us at 923WIL. And I'm sure there's going to be some pretty wild answers. Yeah. Remy and Casey. I've got the perfect music for this. Turn this down oh, real quick. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's okay. Turn it down. There we go. What is this? Kenny G? Yes. It is Kenny G. Let's go, Kenny oh, G. Old Lang Syne. Come on now. My New Year's resolution is to start on last year's New Year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was funny because I wrote down a bunch of stuff in a journal that I have from last year. And a lot of the resolutions are the exact same as they were last year. So I'm just gonna get, get I feel going like a lot those. of people are probably in that same boat too. Yes. They got me thinking, and I saw this over break. Someone was like, instead of making New Year's resolutions for yourself, you should make New Year's resolutions for your friends. Hi, Casey. You're my friend. <sighs> I have tasked you with coming up with New Year's resolutions for me, and yeah. I have done the same for you. Okay. I, I already know I have some. All right. Would you like to start or do you want me to start? No, you can start. It's your idea. All right. Casey, in 2023... You need to read at least three emails a day. You think I don't do that? I know you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three a, emails a day. Three emails a day. That's easy. Resolution number Except two. Except on the weekends. Except on the weekends, yes. 
Resolution number two. Run the Go St. Louis Marathon with me on April 2nd. A marathon? Do you want to do a half? What's that? 13.1? Yeah. You see me in these Blue Note 5Ks? Let's go. Get to training. You got three, four months. I'll leave that one out of maybe. Okay. Because we can have big expectations, but call me in February and see how I'm feeling. All right. Okay. I like it. I'll make sure you're training. Last. Last, but certain, certainly not least, learn the thriller dance before Halloween this year. Yes. Let's go. The full now thing. that's what I'm talking about. The full thing. I think that's a do. That, that's doable. Okay. Yeah. So two out of three ain't bad. Okay. Here are mine for you. Okay. Your New Year's resolutions. You need to finish the children's book you've been writing for the last decade. I like that. Yeah. I, that came up a lot over break. Like I just need an illustrator. Hey, are you an illustrator of children's books? You should reach out. Hey, out there, are you good at art? Thanks. Let us yes. know. Send a resume. Number two, you need to try new foods. I introduced foods. Yes, I introduced Remy within the last two years to both oatmeal and blueberries. Yes. And that blows my mind. One of those stuck. I actually did have oatmeal this morning. It, um, it lets me know that you're not reaching out enough. You need to try some new foods. Okay. And third, last but not least, you need to start walking away more. And I mean when someone's telling you a story and you don't care, when someone's asking you a favor. Just walk away? Just turn your head oh, and leave. That's so hard to do. That's so difficult. No, it is. Oh. It's something that you always make fun of me about, but it makes my life so much nicer. Yeah, you need the, to start walking away she's, from people. What she's referring to is we'll be in conversations, awkward conversations with people, and Casey will just- Coworkers, up and listeners. Leave. She'll just up and leave and artists. leave me with the person. Yeah. So- <laughs> We're having those awkward conversations. And uh, so you're telling me that I should walk away. So if yeah. I walk away first, oh, that'd be fun. Exactly. See, See? now that, that makes more sense. These okay. are your resolutions. I appreciate you for that. Uh, if you want to make some New Year's resolutions for your friends, this is a fun way to be like, hey. Uh, Critiquing each other without being mean. Yeah, here's some things that you do that annoy me. Oh. So uh, do them better. <laughs> this is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, imagine a bunch of cars randomly pulling up to your house and then more and more until the whole street is lined with cars. I didn't remember inviting my friends over right? for a party. People start pulling out cameras. They've got telephoto lenses, you know, the long ones, monopods, tripods, presses out there. I'd a thousand percent be running out the back door around, around the block and be like, guys, what's going on? They start taking photos. What's going on here? Why are they at your house? Why would hundreds of people be out in front of your house taking photos of what appears to be just your house? That's what I'm asking you. Any wild guesses? Emphasis on the wild? Yes, yeah, someone I know killed someone <laughs> and blamed it on me. That is not the case. Or Riley Green finally realized... He needed to come find me and he's outside. And he wants to propose. And it's like and he has a bouquet. It's like Taste of Countries out there, CMT. <laughs> They're all ready for it. He's called the presses. No, no. That is not the case here. Okay, so what is it? Oh, the guy with the big check. No. Hmm. In Orange County, California, local residents and bird experts are wondering why Snowy Owl has graced this home. Oh, that's a really cute owl. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
the bird is accustomed to the Arctic, right? And it's so in California. It showed up in Cyprus about 25 miles from Los Angeles a few weeks ago. Bird experts are saying it's like seeing Santa Claus on a beach. Like, dude, bird experts. You got that many people out in front of my house, like Ty Pennington's there to change my life, and it's all because this guy's lost. Yeah. This owl. Yes. Snowy owls do travel southward in the winter, but it's extremely rare to see one near Southern California. So there's a lot of times you'll see them up in the north, mid, northern Midwest and things like that, but not in California. There's so a, what do you do? Obviously, you just take pictures of it. You just let it? I guess. I don't know what else you're going to do. I don't know either, but like get off my lawn, you know? So there are some experts that are saying that they think that this thing was blown off course by a storm or cruised into the nearby Long Beach San Pedro port complex on a freighter. So they think it might have come in on a boat. Oh. See, my first thought was this is someone's exotic animal that they've had in their, ho- in their Ugh, home. And I hate thinking of that. It got out. But yeah. it's, it's, it's totally plausible that this thing just got blown off course by a storm. And now it's like... The feeling you have at, if you live in the Home Alone house in Chicago, or if you live in the Stranger Things home, you just have people out in front of your home all the time taking pictures until this thing leaves. I'd be like, hey, <clears throat> he's not going anywhere <laughs> and you keep scaring him. Get off my lawn. He's literally just sitting on the Poor roof. Poor guy is probably like so confused. He yeah. says, my compass did not account for this. <laughs> I don't know where to go. It's very warm. I don't know what I'm doing Hate here. Hate it. Will I be able to find food? The gas prices are extreme. Arctic mice are not here. I would imagine that's what they eat, right? I don't know. Arctic mice and rabbits and things. Ew. I don't know. If you want to see the picture, if you want to see some video of this and the amount of people out in front of these people's home, Mm. go check it out on the Facebook page. 92.3 W.I.L. It is a cute little guy, though. Of the albums that potentially molded or shaped who you are, I feel like Traveler from Chris Stapleton would be a good one. That's an awesome album. Uh, We asked this question earlier because Luke Combs revealed the albums that shaped who he is, and we asked uh, the question on the Facebook page, and we got some responses there. So Matt says that the albums that shaped him are Sevens by Garth Brooks, Kenny Chesney, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem, No Problems. I feel like everybody can attest to this one. That was a huge album for him. Yeah. And obviously Eminem, the Eminem show. Okay. See, that's what I like. I like when it goes like, okay, oh, country's country. Mix it up a little. And then Eminem, let's go.